everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the Petite Fashion and Luxury Lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. All right, everyone. So welcome to the That Lux Life podcast. We are here today and we're going to be talking about another luxurious topic, and that's, of course, home. So today I have a guest with me, Danny, who's going to be talking about how to live your luxurious lifestyle through your home. And of course, we talk about it on, you know, being a, a definition of our own luxurious lifestyle. So before we get into all those great topics, Danny, could you tell us a little about who you are, you know, your background about your your um you know, what you do, basically. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, So I love all things home decor, DIY. I've always been this way. However, I never really thought about doing it as like a blog or an Instagram until this last year. Um, Obviously, the pandemic has had us all thinking about what we're doing with our lives. But I live in a very old farmhouse that is where my husband's grandparents used to live and where my husband's father was raised. So, I mean, essentially the the bones of this house is over 100 years old. And then it had some remodels done in like the 60s. So it was when I moved in, there was like red shag carpet, wood paneling, all, you know, everything that just makes you want to feel luxurious at home. So I was ripping out carpets, paint, wood paneling. And I just, I came to the point that I'm just like, I've done so much to this. I need to, I need to show people. Cause I mean, like I've been putting in this hard work. I need somebody to pat me on the back and be like, wow, that looks nice. (laughs) I hear you on that. And of course with, you know, home, everyone's, like you said, everyone's at home. Home has become like the biggest thing. I know when you go on Pinterest, everyone's sharing their home decor as well as like, there's like Instagram channels that have like, great exteriors and of course that's the first thing you see so as you've as you probably heard on the that Lux Life podcast we talk about how we define luxurious as our own so kind of getting rid of that kind of brand name I'm not even sure what high-end brand name luxury brands are out there I mean I just kind of buy things I see but like mm-hmm. you think of luxury especially when it comes to the home like what definition do you say like what makes a home luxurious to you Yeah, that's a really good question. And like you said, everybody's going to have a different answer to this question because I think luxury does mean something different to everyone. But for me, you know, in life, you either pay for things with money or you pay for it with time. So if you don't have the luxury of having a lot of money, you need to find the time. And time is also a luxury because, you know, we're all busy. We're all, and especially now working from home, you know, you're working from home and, it's harder to shut your brain off at the end of the workday if you're just, you haven't left. So now you have, you know, you have to be really conscious of the time that you're spending. And so, you know, I think that when it comes to luxury in your home, it has to be all, it has to be about the space that you're creating to feel calm and, you know, a little place of Zen and it needs to reflect your style. So if like you're walking down the street and like you have got your clothing style all figured out, 
when that same person that saw you walking down the street comes into your home, they should be able to say like, wow, this really looks like you like this, this reflects your style. And also remember homes take time. So it could take some time to get there. Like, you know, we're all young adults, professionals, and we're not going to have the same things that maybe our parents have because they're very established. So I think that that's important um, to, to remember that, it's, it's all about your own taste and you're, you could, you get to define your own luxury, luxurious home. But for me, it's all about creating the space that makes you feel the most content because that's where you're spending your most time. I, I love that you say the whole aspect of like, if you're dressing, you know, you figure out your style and then someone comes over your house and you look like who done done it. I mean, I've, I've seen people where they're outside. They look like they have like Gucci bags and they look super, you know, well-dressed. And then I've gone to visit and I'm like, what happened here? Like something <laughs> very, very well. So I know you introduced, you talked about um, how you've been doing DIY. You've been, you know, fixing up your own home. So as you've been doing that, what are some of the, you know, key products or even key aspects, just, you know, a special things in your home that you've been adding, you have, you're looking to add, um, that you find essentially luxury or lux as we, as we say. So, um, I live on a farm in the, in rural Nebraska. And one of the most luxurious things for me is that we have so much outdoor space that is quiet. So when we get, I get to go outside and when it's nice, I can have my coffee outside and enjoy like a little piece of Zen. But a couple of years ago, we actually put on a back patio um, on our home. And then we've been entertaining our friends for years since we've put that in. So it, it's created this aspect of have your friends and family come over, entertain, get catch up. Obviously, pre-pandemic, we didn't do it a whole lot last year, but hopefully we can this year. But just having that, that extra space, especially if maybe you have a smaller home, but you have a yard, to have that place outside to spend some time, get some fresh air and, and enjoy a little, read a book, drink your coffee, drink your wine, whatever it is that you do. Um, that is for sure. One of the aspects for me that I think is most important, but, and that's outside. I, inside, we got a whole other ball game because I think that inside there are two really important rooms in your home and it's your bedroom and your bathroom because you wake up in your bedroom the first thing you go to is your bathroom. And then at the end of the night, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you do whatever, and then you go back to your bedroom. So you're starting and ending your days in these two rooms. So you need to make sure that those two rooms are what you want. So you need to have a really comfortable mattress. Like we bought a Casper mattress a few years ago and I love it. Um, and I know there are other great mattresses, mattress brands out there, but I can attest to Casper. Um, and you need to make sure you have good sheets too. And they don't have to be expensive. They just need to be good. I went to TJ Maxx the other day and I was like, oh, I need new sheets. Like, let me just get something. And they were junk, you guys. Like, it was, it was awful. And, you know, it's, it's TJ Maxx, so it's, we didn't break the bank. But at the same time, you just get so frustrated that you spent the money on something that's kind of junky. Um, so I think that your bed, your sheets are important. And I also think that how you, um, what you do in your bathroom. So I love fresh eucalyptus. I love to put it in my shower or just put it in a vase in my bathroom and, or, and even if you don't want to do fresh, you could do faux. It doesn't obviously have the scent, but it has the look and the feel of a spa. Um, so I always attest that. And I, and I think it's also really important to keep those two rooms tidy 
because, you know, number one, the bathroom, that's where you're trying to become clean. And I think the bathroom, it's, it's so easy for us for that to become the dirtiest room in our house because nobody likes to clean the bathroom. But if you just do a little tidiness every, every day and keep your bedroom and your bathroom tidy, it just helps mentally start your day off on the right foot and end your day on the right foot. Cause you could have had a bad day, but at least you have a clean room. Yeah. I, I definitely hear you on that. Cause I feel like even when we bought our first home, as we were going through house through house, the first place I told our realtor to take us was I need to go into the, the bedroom and I need to go to see what the master bath is. So I'm like, yeah, hey, isn't working. I'm not sleeping here because I'll be up all night, just not focused. And the house we have now, I fell in love with the bathroom. It has like a tub and a shower and the tub is huge. And that's something like a mm -hmm. big body, these, these tubs. Um, so I, I definitely agree with you. And I, I, I keep trying to figure out the, the, the flower thing or the floral or some kind of something in there. I'm a big candle person, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree, agree with you on that. Now, I know that some people are probably sitting there saying like, you know, we're going out and buying mattresses. We're going out and buying sheets. We're buying these things. But I know like some people are saying, you know, what if I don't have, you know, the time to buy it or they're just, you know, we have a lot of conceptions of I'm going to go buy, like you said, these expensive sheets, you end up at TJ, mm -hmm. their, their crap. Um, but like, where, where would you say, or where would you tell people to kind of start looking to get those, those different things or different techniques maybe you've used where you're like, you know, I created this magical thing for my bathroom. That's just like made me feel so much better. Um, and people always have recommendations of places to shop. So where would you say like shopping wise, if I'm looking for great places to buy nice, comfortable things for those rooms, where would you point? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that first of all, I really want to try, like there's three um, major sheet brands right there out, out there right now that are luxurious. It's like Brooklinen, Parachute, there's Bolin Branch, and those are higher end sheets and more expensive, but if everybody that has them raves about them. But you know, like for me at this point, I'm not really in the market for $200 sheets. That's just not really in the budget. And I think that that's also really important for people to remember is that you need to keep up with yourself, not keep up with the Joneses. So maybe you can't afford the $200 sheets. Um, I actually had someone recommend to me some Amazon sheets that they said are the best. They're only $25. So I have those on order. So I can't attest to them yet, but I mean like $25 sheets um, sound pretty good. I also, but I also have a caveat to that because if you keep buying $25 sheets and they keep being junk at the end of the day, you probably should have just bought the $200 sheets and, and, you know, invested in something. So you need to remember what's important to invest in and what you can skimp on. And, and unfortunately, sometimes that just comes with trial and error or reading a lot of the reviews. Um, but as far as creating the space and creating the look that you want, I'm all about a DIY. So there are so many places on like Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, whatever it is that you do, whatever platform you're on, for a DIY project, whether it's going to the Goodwill and repurposing something that you found there or creating something from scratch. Like I love big art, but I'm not in the market to buy something like that. Like I don't have $500 to buy a big piece of art. And so you could just go to Goodwill, buy a, you know, they have, you know, everybody's getting rid of ugly old art from like, you know, your grandma's 1970s, you know, floral home, just paint over it. They have so many tutorials about how you can repaint things. And even if you think that you're not a painter, 
the abstract art is so popular right now that looks like, you know, my four-year-old niece just got on there with a paintbrush and like did her thing. So there, there's just so many ways out there to find inspiration. Um, and then it also if DIY is not your thing, home goods, TJ Maxx, those places have amazing decor sections that are fairly inexpensive. I mean, that's, that's great advice. I feel like that's where everyone needs to go is you got to find your inspiration. Um, you do. And that's, you know, we find a lot of inspiration when we travel. Um, like I love going to stay at a really nice hotel. There's a new hotel here in Nebraska that we just stayed at the other weekend and it, everything about it was like perfection. I was like, if we could just transplant this to my home, that's exactly what I want. So when you are traveling, whether it's you're at a hotel or at a friend's house or you just dropped in at a restaurant or whatever it is, just take notes of the things that you like, maybe take a picture of it and then try and recreate it or try and find it. There's just so much out there. eBay is another really great source for things that maybe aren't too expensive to ship. So that aren't large. So if you think that you can't find it or you think it's out of your price range, just check some of these secondhand websites that sell used decor. I mean, that's, that's good advice. I actually never thought about that. Cause I feel like I travel and then I go to like someone's like the, the cabanas around the pool. And I'm like, oh, this would be a great patio space. And I never think take a picture of it and go create at home. I just think I was going to enjoy this while I'm here. So I, that, that is, that is great, great, uh, great advice. I think, you know, kind of still talking about that is you've talked about the, your, the bedroom, you've talked about um, the bathroom, but I think one of the other thing that people always ask about, especially now, since most of us are home, is the one, the other place that we always are, are in is our office. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we, how would you advise someone to make that space luxurious? So it's not, you don't feel like you're in a constant space of stress and you don't look yeah. at and just start dreading like, oh my gosh, I have to go to work today. Let me sit Mm -hmm. here. Well, you know, you mentioned it before with the candles. I I have a candle burning by me right now. I always have a candle burning in my house and more specifically on my desk while I'm at home because that's, I mean, like you just have that scent. So whatever the scent is, make sure it's a scent that's not going to make you sick. You know, whatever that is, it just brings you a sense of calm. Um, I have plants in my office. I'm currently redoing my office. So as you can see, I've got blank walls and, and new trim, but like I even put, like, I've got some tulips behind me, you know, like I have plants everywhere. I am a huge advocate for plants. And if you think that you have a black thumb, give it a shot. But if you really believe, you know, you know, you're a black thumb, get some fake plants. There's fake plants out there that look so real. And it's just that, that look, that feel of, I it's I'm outdoorsy a little bit because I have a plant, but I don't have to be outside. I, I, and you have to keep your desk clean. In my opinion, I know there are some people out there that are just, they're messy and that's how they live and they, they don't care. That's not me. I, I have to have a clean desk and I'm not even saying you have to have a clean office, at least have your desk clean because that just, you start off on the right foot. You have your candle, you have your plants. I just think it's so important to create a place in your home, if you're working from home, create a place in your home where you can like shut the door at the end of the night or have a box where you can put everything in the box and put the box under the table at the end of the day or something so that you're not constantly thinking of your office or of your work. I've actually been working from home for four years um, and it's a constant struggle. So I, I mean, like I, I know what it's like to always feel like you're working because you're, you know, my laptop is so easily accessible So I think that it's just creating that specific space and decorating it, finding, you know, the candles, the plants, the flowers, and 
remembering to, to shut it off at the end of the day. I, I think that's right. I, I try to do that. I have a can, uh, candle next to, next to where I sit and work. And of course I work in two different spaces. I work in like, I try to avoid working in my bedroom because I know I'm going to keep that space clean, but every once in a mm -hmm. while, with a, with a child, I try to escape. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we redid our bedroom and by redid it, we just like painted it and did a couple of things. And it was fun. It was so beautiful in there. And so there was a few days I worked in my, my bedroom just because I liked the mood. Like I, I felt so calm in there. So I was like, I'm going to go work in the bedroom today. So, I mean, like I, you know, I know a lot of people say like, you shouldn't have your phones in bed. You shouldn't have the TV in your bedroom, whatever. I'm not one of those people. I actually watch TV every night. <laughs> so, I mean, like you have to do what works for you. And I think that that's like one of the big thing. Like if you're like, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. You just find what works for you. And, 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 you know, if everybody else has their opinions about it, well, they don't have to live your life. So, you know, you don't have to worry about them. And I definitely, I think that's the whole thing about, you know, this podcast is we talk about not comparing the way you want to live your life against everybody else's and what they're saying is supposed to be the norm. Um, mm -hmm. because luxurious lifestyle is, is different. What you define it, maybe different how I define it and people go on and, and, and do whatever they want to do. Um, exactly. I think I'm, I think one of the things that you brought up earlier as well is you said you, you've moved into this home, the house you're currently in, and mm -hmm. you're, you know, changing things, you're updating things, you're doing these projects. Um, and as you've been doing them, like what, like, I guess not even as you've been doing the kind of backup is why did you choose to buy a house to then have to update it versus, you know, some people, the biggest thing is I'm just going to straight up buy this custom home and have it already done. So I don't have to worry about it. I mean, I know that's where uh, my husband and I are now. We're kind of, you know, upsizing. Our family's growing um, and mm -hmm. some home option. But of course, it's a little pricier than yeah. you know, buying some of these houses that are already established and just kind of then making that your own. So what made you make that decision? Well, first off, um, we, like I said before, this is my husband's home. So it's a family home. So we actually didn't buy this. We are fortunate enough to live here essentially for free. Um, because let me tell you, and this makes me sound a little bit ungrateful and I'm totally not, but this was not, this wasn't even my hundredth option of a place to live you guys. Like, so I, in, and that's one of the things like for the first few years while I lived here with my now husband, it was, it did cause me a lot of stress because like I said, you know, that needed a lot of updates. We needed all new appliances and, and you know, there was just so much, it was so overwhelming, but at the same time, like you know, we're trying to slowly ease into this because, you know, not everybody likes change. And, um, the first thing that I would say that if anybody does what I did, which is move into a home, even if you just move in with your husband or partner and they have all of their stuff, you need to purge, you need to figure out what's staying and what's going. And if it's not yours, or it's not something that you want, you need to, it needs to go. Because we spent the first few years living here with my stuff from when I, you know, cause I was a single woman living by myself. So we had my stuff, we had my husband's stuff, and then we had his grandparents' stuff. So we had like a whole, you know, like, you know, a whole bunch of just random stuff in here. And we've been here for five years, I think. And I am just finally getting like the last of it to go. So it takes time. I want every, everybody to remember that like homes take time. Um, and if you do choose to do kind of like a fixer upper, you need to, I think it's a great thing. I think fixer uppers are a really good idea if it has good bones and a good structure. 
I of course would love to just build a new house. Like that would be my dream. Um, but you know, I'm just using what I've been given. And that is why the DIY comes in because also, um, I'm married to a farmer and I don't know if you know, but farmers are notoriously uh, cheap. <laughs> and I say that in the nicest way possible because my husband's, I, you know, he's great, but he doesn't want to pay for something that he can do himself. So that's how we got onto this whole DIY was we just, you know, we put up all, all new trim, you know, we're redoing the kitchen. We're redoing a couple other rooms in our house. Um, so I think that, you know, even though the luxury homes would be obviously the way to go, I, there are some people out there that would probably choose a fixer upper over a luxury home. I choose a luxury home over a fixer upper, but you just have to kind of work with what you're, you've been given. And if you have a home that's in your price range or, you know, say like you're a new homeowner and you found a home that's in your price range, but it has a lot to, it needs a lot, a lot of work done. Don't be afraid of tackling that project. There's so much information on the internet to find how to do things. Like I'm looking right now of how to build my own kitchen cabinets because my, my husband doesn't want to redo the kitchen and I do. And so I said, well, if I can build the kitchen cabinets myself, then what's he got to complain about? Right. Yeah, right. That's, that's been one thing. My husband, he's not a farmer. <laughs> Under the, the, the sense that he can fix things. Um, and of course, with this being our starter home, we're always like, I'm like, don't break anything because we're trying to get rid of the house eventually. So we, you know, that brings up a really good point too. If so for us, obviously this house is always going to stay in the family. So we'll never, ever have to worry about selling it. So I can pretty much do whatever I want. Um, as far as like painting cabinets or painting countertops, but if you are in a home that you are hoping to resell down the road to move into a different space, be really careful about what you DIY, because if you paint countertops that can lower the value of your home, if, because it's not, you know, it's not real granite anymore. It's not real, whatever anymore. So just be really careful about what you decide to DIY and what you decide to actually have done because it, that could affect the value of your home when it comes to reselling time. We even considered, I know we had to have a talk with our realtor um, who, cause we're kind of in the process of looking for the new home. We are going to do the basement, you know, get the basement fixed. And she was just like, you know what, you're going to put a lot of investment in it and you're not going to see a lot of return. But then mm -hmm. thing I always like to, like to tell people is, yeah, you can upgrade the house, but you have to also look at how much return you're going to get on it because that exactly. future home. Like if you want to spend it and do other DIY projects, I know that, you know, we're looking at places and they're like to upgrade these cabinets, like another $400 per cabinet. And I'm like, okay, yeah. basic cabinets. And then I'll go to, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's and get the, um, you know, the, the openers, what are the openers, the doorknobs, the knobs. Yeah. The knobs, yeah. And then I'll do it myself. I was like, it'll be a whole lot cheaper. And I'm sure it's not gonna be 400 per cabinet. Um, <laughs> yeah. On, on that thought, I think like the last big thing that like, you know, that people come and try to share is, you know, as you're, you're still moving forward, as you say, you're kind of still working on your office. Um, there's other spaces. What's currently on your home wish list? Like whether it's, Maybe just your wish list is to upgrade a room to make it look like this. Or if there's like, I really want this outdoor fire pit, like what's currently on your wish list to create your luck spaces? Oh, so many things. It never ends. And my, <laughs> my husband's like, you got to tone it down there a little bit. And I'm like, oh, but I don't want to, but first off, um, I really, really, really want one of those frame TVs that, you know, it's, it looks like a picture frame. It's actually a TV, but when it's not, when you're not watching TV, it's a piece of art. 
So, and you can upload whatever art you want to there. I really want one of those. I just think that whoever invented those was a genius. And that why we didn't start this from like day one is beyond me. Um, so that would be like the first thing, like, you know, physical product I really, really want. Right now we are currently fixing up our living room. So like I said before, I ripped out all the carpet in the house, except for one room. And that was the living room. Um, so it's got hard, original hardwood floors underneath there. So I want, we're ripping the carpet out, fixing those up. So I want to buy a really, really nice rug. You know, our living room's pretty, pretty large, so it's got to be a big one. So that can be an investment. Rugs are expensive. Um, and, and if you are in the market for rugs, overstock.com always has sales on like Laloy rugs and, you know, all the, the brands that the bloggers use nowadays. So um, that's, that's a big one for us. Then we're, it's getting to be spring. So we have a lot of landscaping projects that need done. Um, we're building a walkway from the front of our house to the back and we have to completely sand down and restain our patio because all of the stain that we put on has chipped and it looks so bad right now. It's like, I don't want people to go back there. And so, you know, it, just like those things, even though they're big projects and it, it takes some time, it's like the small things that make such a big difference. Um, and, and, you know, we, like I said before, we, we love to be outside. So I want to make sure our outdoor spaces really look nice, even though, you know, it's Nebraska in the summertime, so it's, it's hot, but you know, those are the, those are the three main projects that we're working on now. That's great. Well, well, Danny, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. Um, it was great hearing about this. I mean, as everyone knows, I'm focused a lot more on like motherhood and fashion. And since we're buying a new home, hearing these things, I'm about to probably run off and take notes and be like, <laughs> this new house, this is what I need to focus on to focus on my bedroom, my bathroom first, and then maybe move into the outdoor spaces or, you know, wherever I want to be first. Um, but again, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate it. I know that my, the, the, the listeners are going to get great information out of this. Um, but if you have well, comments, I kind of just want to leave it up to you and you know, see, go from there and hope everyone feels inspired. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much uh, for having me on the podcast. I had such a great time and I love what you're doing. I think that it's so important for people to feel like their own version of luxury. Cause I think that luxury, you know, sometimes it's just the mindset of how you live your life. So you don't have to buy the Gucci bag. You could just, you know, buy a new bag. So, you know, everybody just do your thing. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing and just I don't keep, keep on keeping on. Well, again, thank you so, so much. Thanks.